the Room podcast to talk about his fight happening at Combat FC on Friday, October 21st, is Lionel Bugs Young. What's up, my man? Hey, dude, you're used to that crowd going wild in the last year, man. You've been a busy man in that cage, uh, you know, in the last 13 months or so. Yeah, man, I've been just trying to put in, like, a strong body of work that if this is going to be, like, my last hurrah, my last run or whatever, so I become a coach that, you know, at least it's going to be memorable. Well, my man, what a run you are on. Uh, you're in three and one in your last four fights. Um, your only loss is for a title fight in the fifth round, uh, which could have been anyone's fight in that, man. How you feeling about getting back in there and fighting a stud at Combat FC? Um, I don't know if I would call him a stud. I think he's a game opponent. From the stuff I've seen, he picks up, like, in later rounds. And um, I'm pretty much an early starter. Um, so I think, I personally think I'm going to get him out of this. Um, I'm not trying to have these kids stay with me. I'm not trying to have these kids play with me. You know what I mean? When we come out to play, I want people to know we came out to play. So I'm not trying to have him stay with me. I'm not trying to have him stay too long with me. Trying to really like take the kid out of there. Well, my friend, your last fight, uh, you took the kid out of there in like 33 seconds or so in the first round. Um, Will Smith was your last win, and you guys have that opponent in common. Uh, Chris Dissonell did finish uh, Will Smith in the first round. It took him like three and a half minutes, man. But um, you know, what do you see out of Chris other than you know getting a late start? I think he has a wrestling background. Is there anything in him that you feel that is uh, you know real competitive uh, to what you're bringing to the table? I seen one fight where he was like, but I, but then again, like I'm gonna say. It seemed like he was fighting pretty smaller guys. Um, I'm a pretty big 45er. I'm a pretty big 35er. Um, it's rare that I get into a cage and I feel like somebody's like going to muscle me around, bully me out. So I don't think he's going to be able to do that where normally he does that to a lot of the opponents it looks like. And it looks like he stands right in front of them. Um, I'm going to try and take all those opportunities he stands in front of me like that. I'm going to try and put some shots on that boy, sit him down, put him on a shirt. Um, you know? I'm never respectful when we go in there. I'll be respectful after. But um, I go in there for one pure, glorious mission. I love violence. So I'm planning on really hurting this kid, being as aggressive as I want to be. I really don't give a fuck about nothing he brings in there. His boxing looked pretty game, but then again, it looked sloppy. I looked at his last loss. He looked like he got bullied against somebody that I feel would never bully me. And going back on that party, on that Joe Pinafiel, you watch that fight from rounds one to three. Bout to bout, that was my fight. Round four was even shaky. Round five, you know, gas tank gave out. We had a bad weight cut. But um, bout to bout, man, um, I think I'm the best in I, I think I'm the best in New England right now at 135. Fuck it, I think I'm the best at 145. But, you know, I got a lot to prove, and I feel like walking through this kid is going to be like the first piece to prove it. Um, we're going to have a very nasty winner. You know what I mean? I, I want to fuck up a few people's holidays. I want to be the fucking Thanksgiving fucking cooking snatcher. I want to be the fucking um, Christmas gift taker. I want to be the New Year's party crasher. Like, I want to be everything you don't like in New England. I want to play up the role of how I'm the villain. And I just want to, I want to make you love the villain. I want to make you love the bad guy. Um, and I, I feel that's what I do, you know. 
Like, regardless of my record, I go in there and people are going to be like, oh, this guy's going to lose. Look at his record, blah, blah, blah. And I go out there and I beat up y'all best friends and y'all turn into fans behind my back. But, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's a hobby to him. Like, ain't no fucking hobby. When the Cavaliers have a bad season, you know what I'm saying? It's a hobby. This is what I do. Um, give me the same respect you would give any other fighter. Give me the same opportunities. My body, my limbs are still good. I don't see why I can't go on a Bellator. I don't see why I can't string a few wins together and go on a contender series. Um, I believe in myself with all, with all my open heart. Um, I believe I gave a lot of people victories that they didn't deserve it just because I didn't believe in myself. And that's a big thing that I preach in this MMA sports to my younger people. You always got to believe in yourself more than people believe in you, know? And um, to all my young New Englanders, man, don't give a fuck how that record go, bro. Keep fighting. If you got some dog in here and you got that heart and that hunger, keep fighting. Because at the end of the day, nobody can write you out but you, you know? Get off the couch and in the game, baby. I always tell people. Well, my man, uh, you're always an inspiration with your words. And, I mean, you have some guys under your wing that, uh, you know, are following your footsteps, man. So, congratulations on both sides of, uh, you know, the cage there. Coaching, helping helping fighters in the corner, and doing your own thing. And your own thing, brother, is pretty, pretty spectacular at this moment. You know, we did mention the three wins out of them four fights. Three wins, three finishes, bro. Now you're coming yeah. into Combat FC, a whole different promotion that, you know, they're a new promotion as far as, you know, the name, second one coming up. This is a late notice fight for you and also a catchweight. I guess you're going to be fighting in between that 145 and 135? Uh, nah, to my knowledge, it's supposed to be at 45, but I guess it looks better on, you know, for their rounds because you got to remember they got to do it by the commission. So I don't know if it's through the rounds they have, they have a certain amount of fights. I don't know. But I know I'm fighting at 45. Um, it was a late notice, so I can't make 35. Um, I would love to go back to 35, but as we all know, it's not as easy for me, man. Like, I look small, but I'm a pretty big guy now when people see me in person. And um, I pack a lot of fights, man. Um, but I'm ready for this. I really like it. I get to be on UFC Fight Pass. Like, thousands, maybe millions get to actually see me. It's, like, one of the biggest opportunities I had so far. I never got like on a full national scale at least for MMA and I would love to showcase what I got man you know make somebody a fan that doesn't know me um hoping I do something that goes on ESPN I, I really want to be as violent as I can I really want to hurt this kid I'm not one of these fighters that go in there and be like hey I want a good clean I, I really want to hurt people and I want to do violent shit and I want to look good while I'm doing it so you know <laughs> I got all the people behind me, all the skills, um, cardio. Obviously, I know I'm taking this on a short notice. So in my eyes, I'm thinking he's going to try and drag out the rounds so he can try and take me out because he's probably been training for somebody for about eight weeks. So his gas tank should be good. Um, I always feel good if I'm going into a three-rounder. I always feel great. Um, I run daily, so I don't feel that bad on that. Um, I just want to put on a great show, man, and I get in front of a whole new crowd, and the show, again, that New England is the creme de la creme of striking. Um, I feel like I'm one of the best strikers, but I never show it because I know I could bully certain people. I feel like in this fight, I'm going to have to show my striking because um, he has good wrestling from what I hear. From what I see, it looks like MMA wrestling to me. I, I don't really, you know, I, I I'm not a big Unless you're like a fucking D D D D D one, like went to one of these fucking schools, 
I give two fucks about your wrestling. You do MMA, bro. <laughs> <We all laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about that. I put you against the cage. You go from D1 to fucking D4. Right, bro, <laughs> D3. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's certain aspects to it. So I really don't care about his wrestling. I was real curious of his hands. I like the way he mixed it up and he plays a lot. Um, I think it's going to be a fun fight. I hope his kicking got better. Because um, if it didn't and if his checks didn't get better, it's going to be a long night in the office for him. But I plan on. I don't want him to make it past the first round. I really don't like his his gas tank after he goes past the first round. I feel like he speeds up. Um, and then again, like I said, I'm taking the fight on short notice, so it's not like I could lie to you and be like, "Hey, I'm training gas." <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I'm never one of those fighters that will bullshit it. So it's like, I feel like I'm gonna get him out of here the first round. If not, he'll make it an interesting fight. But I feel in no way, shape, form should he win. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove to this kid why I feel like I'm number one. Um, after this, I was gonna pick some options on who I want to fight. Um, probably was gonna go back to Cage Titan, um, cause all the names are there in my weight class at the moment. Um, I seen Nate Garvey's fight, by the way. Oh bro, yeah, <laughs> bro. I would. I'm not saying this to shit on nobody, but I would love a fight between either one of them. Oh my god. Hey, hey, hey. Like Hey, Lionel, can I just say one thing? Uh, oh you you know, you, you you end this fight like you're saying you're going to do in the first round on UFC Fight Pass. Somebody is going to get a fight for you put together with the top three uh, bantamweights in New England. And, uh, you know, Nate happens to be one of those. And I'm sure, you know, Dan is up there as the champ as well, man. So you're going to have I know plenty of... Get back. Dan was in the corner when I, when I rocked his boy. I know he wants to get back. Dan, get at me, baby. You know, well, I'm talking things with you. Dude. Um, I really feel, like I said, man, I said it the other day on um, my man Maddie C show. I was like, I don't give a fuck who it is, man. I'll take anybody. This is my home. I feel like King Kong in this bitch. I feel like I'm king of the monsters. Nobody wanted to take on that man, Penafiel. And I beat him for three rounds and had all y'all like, oh my fucking goodness, is this guy going to do it? So therefore, I feel like I got unfinished business. I made a few mistakes. Um, but shit, man, we in a world where you forgive. And so, shit, let me get another rock at it. Let me get another crack at it. Um, I don't see no reason why I should quit or not see that I can get the same opportunity as anybody else. If you get a fighter that's like 5-0 and or 6-0, and if you'll give him an opportunity, why wouldn't you give me if I work my way back? You know what I mean? If I beat up the right people. So the way I see it is, man, fuck the rules. We make our new rules. We're going to walk through these kids' bodies. If I had to go through Cupcake Campbell or any one of these kids or any one of these people, you know, it's all love after, but, you know, I'm in that kill zone right now, and I, I really I really feel hungry for anybody in New England. Um, fuck it. If it's going to take us to the new area, just give me the certain amount of money. We'll take Connor Matthews. Um, <laughs> You're calling like, out everyone out there. I'm really upset, man, because, like, a lot of these dudes and their teammates, they play that sucker shit. They say, like, they'll say some shit behind your back, like, oh, he ain't that good. He blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the day, when I start wiping these teammates, now it's everybody's quiet. Your team don't want to fight me. I can't get fights from Lozones. I can't get fights from this camp. I can't get fights from that camp. You know what I mean? I got to fight this dude that's coming from fucking New York. Like, bro, cool. I understand y'all was all scared of the party. But y'all wasn't scared of me. Y'all thought I was a fucking bum. 
Like, bro, give me these fights, you bitches. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, hey, man. hey, hey, last thing. I got to let you, you know, I, I want a couple of more, couple of more questions. I, I, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, New England, just know I want all the smoke with you bitches. And I see y'all in y'all face and y'all know I say the same shit. And I, I feel the same way. I want all the smoke with you bitches. Real talk. 145, 135, I want all the smoke with you bitches. Well, my man, uh, a big win here, man. Uh, you're going to get any smoke you want from any bitch in the New England and out of here. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey uh, last que last couple of questions before I let you give you a shout out. Dude, I want you to give some, uh, you know, love to the gym. Who's helping you? It's late notice. I'm, I, they must be scrambling to, you know, get you, get you rounds in here. stuff. So who's helping you, you know, along um, in this short camp? Yo, shout out to Citadel, my heart, my family, my crew, my team, Citadel Martial Arts. Coach Zavi Ramos, um, shout out to the big dog, um, Coach Eric, forever in my corner, forever have my back, um, and we just got like a, we got like a motley crew of different, just hungry motherfuckers, whether it's EJ, Muay Thai, Jadafa, um, whether it's Trevor, whether I get work from Malik, whether I get work from Megan, whether I get work from Jonas, um, there's so many different entertained, interchangeable parts that like come and help in. Um, shout out to my homeboy Mike. He comes in, he'll give me some real good wrestling work. Um, yeah, it's just a melting pot, man. A melting pot and believing in the system, you know what I mean? Like, I took a bite of the sauce, man, and I believe it. Like, the moment COVID happened, man, and I haven't changed my taste buds since, man. I keep believing the sauce, bro. I'm one of the best out here. Well, you're proving it, man, and your last four fights are a uh, definite, definite, um, you know, uh, Put the eyes on you, bro, and you're going to be calling the shots, whatever you want, after this fight with a big victory, man. Uh, last thing, bro, um, other than, you know, the team, anyone else you want to shout out to and then throw social media out there, any sponsors, and I'll let you, uh, you know, rest up uh, for the night and uh, get back to training in the morning. Um, shout out to Blue Owl. Um, shout out to my man Patrick Barrett, man. He's a cool dude out of Cambridge, sponsoring me every fight. Um, shout out to my secret teammate, man, who always sponsors me every fight. Um, love to say shout out to Prediction Strike. They shout, they, they, they hold me down. Um, there's a whole lot of people I would like to thank, and there's a whole lot of people that I know that in every ins and outs of the days, man, that see me in the gym or give me like a Facebook message or anything like that. Um, my little homie Kevin Walsh, man, gave me who, you know, I, I started him in this sport and, um, had my, he had his first boxing match with me as his coach, and I told him to go to cap, and then just kept motivating my little my little homie, and he just he gave back that motivation during some dark times where I like wasn't winning and couldn't figure out how to put it together. You know what I mean? He just kept going and telling me like, bro, just keep putting in the work. You know what I mean? So I like to shout out and thank a lot of people, my family, my whole young family, my brothers, uh, my sisters in laws, my nieces, my nephews. You know. They're all a part of the fucking process, man. My kids, my daughters, my son. They're all a part of the process, man. Like, every little piece of minute that I was away from them was a minute that helped me, like, get to this moment now. And um, I feel like in the next two years, you're going to see me do some amazing things that, that I don't think you're going to see in New England for a long time from a fighter, of, like, that went on a bad slide. And, you know, I mean, it, it's yeah. a real inspiration story. I feel like when it's done... And a lot of people are going to, you know, it might take years for them to actually see what I'm doing, but one day they'll appreciate it, man. Um, I'm a guy who never gave up and kept fighting. Um, if you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. 
<laughs> well said, my friend. As always, man. Um, love having you on. Love catching up, and love seeing you get a great, great fight here. Uh, you know, for Combat FC on Fight Pass, man. I'll be there, cage side with the fellas, watching you get that work in, man. And we'll get a word in after the fight and uh, see what's next for you, right, my man? I got you, man. Hey, right. just tell him right now, man. You're gonna see magic. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, Boogs, any any other social media other than uh, your Instagram? Anything else out there you want to throw out there? Um, Boogsy five oh eight. Um, that's mainly it, man. Um, catch me on Instagram. Catch me on Snapchat. Catch me on Facebook, man. Be entertained or be ashamed, man. It is what it is. All right, my man, dude. We'll see you in in about uh, you know seven or eight days, man, getting it done in that Combat FC cage, bro. Thanks for the time, as always, man, and we'll see you in a little while, bro. All right, brother. All right, later.